0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Between the Lions, a bi weekly bite sized oral history of the ongoing mission by the musical collective known as My Soul Among Lines to put all 150 Psalms from the Bible to music. As always, I'm Nathan, that's Jake, that's Phil. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. Let's talk about Psalm 34. We've been going through these things chronologically in the order in which they were, well, not quite in the order in which they were written, in the order, the release order, going through the Psalms, one followed by two followed by three, that sort of thing. I think the folks understand what I'm saying. But we did say when we released new stuff, we would talk about it. And this would be your podcast destination to hear about everything new that was going on with My Solomon Alliance. So, for the last couple of months, we've released two different songs, actually, although they go together. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that based on Psalm 34, mm-hmm. written by Phil Moyer.
1: Which is where we're up to in our psalm settings now. So, mm-hmm. uh, there are other psalm settings and songs that you can have access to that aren't available as an album or on Spotify yet, but you can go you know, listen to some of that other stuff on Patreon or at warrenmedia.com.
0: Patreon.com forward slash MSAL.
1: Yeah. Be the very first to hear new things from my Soul Among Alliance.
0: We definitely encourage you to do that. Yeah, I please. Think
1: these, I think what we're talking about today has been up there for a couple months now. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's right. So, yeah. yeah.
0: You could have been listening to it all along, but you didn't. <laughs> That's, on you. That's on you. That's on you. But you don't have to make that mistake
2: again, folks. But to whet your appetite, let's talk about this. Well, yeah, this is a beloved psalm to many. We were just talking about how there are high expectations maybe that I wasn't all that aware of. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what you were walking into.
1: (laughs) Lots of people have their favorite psalm or whatever. And then there are those psalms that are like Psalm 23 or Psalm 1 or Psalm 63, Psalm 51 or whatever it is that everybody knows that one and, or they know that one line from that one Psalm and you better get it right. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we will talk about this uh, hitting this buzzsaw when we get to Psalm 20 Yeah, with some trust in chariots right. and some trust in horses, but the, the buzzsaw of people's expectations hmm. for Psalms can be pretty, pretty Well,
0: intense. it's like if you're going to do Psalm 23, it better be your, Hey yeah. Jude, it better <laughs> <Yeah>. be your <laughs> <laughs> stairway to heaven. <laughs> psalm 23 <laughs> and how you can't, meet that you can't you know, live up no, nothing's right? going to live up to that yeah. expectation it could actually be your stairway to heaven and it still wouldn't feel like your stairway to heaven yeah
1: psalm 34 is one of those yeah. psalms that people have But well, it kinda, I'm,
2: I'm glad actually, to not have known about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was going to say it kind of snuck up on us because yeah. it's not a, It's not like a psalm 23 It's it's got a few mm. pretty famous lines taste and see that the lord is good I mm-hmm. think is Maybe the, the main one, The know? main one, and then uh, maybe the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the Christian spirit. You'll see those lines right. on calendars and things yeah, like that, exactly. but it wasn't one that you were approaching as if it was this great no. thing with a bunch of weighted expectations.
2: I no. mean, really, obviously we were going to approach it anyway, but right. I took particular interest in it when my wife told me that it was meaningful to her mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, well, why? And she's like, well, we had lost... Our fifth child. We have four kids. When Amy was pregnant with our fifth, about 19 weeks, we lost our baby. And she had to go into the hospital and deliver, which Mm -hmm. is awful, terrible. Our friend and elder, Brian Bailey, he came in in the morning, unexpected, came into the hospital room right before work, and he read that scripture to us. And that imprinted on my wife's mind forever. Like, Mm -hmm. that is her beloved psalm. Mm. And so I I didn't know that until well it's 2020 now I didn't know that till early 2019 and and so I'm like I have to set this one I want to do this mm. one so got to work on it and d- decided to actually split it in half There's a clear break and actually in many psalters they'll put these kinds of breaks in Oh sure um, yeah. first ten verses and then do the rest as a second part and so I had this idea that maybe there is a way to write two songs and then combine them, mm-hmm. like a nice segue. Yeah,
1: we could do 34A in worship, we could do 34B in yeah. worship, we could do 34A and B
2: Like, together. yeah, if we mm-hmm. wanted to do two songs together, we just flow right into it. Right. Yeah. Have them in some way contrast enough that they're distinct and it doesn't feel like one tremendously mm-hmm. long song. And so that was the goal. I think somehow that was more or less achieved. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with Sometimes it. Sometimes the psalms so.
1: themselves actually... Do that sort of thing where a lot of people will argue that Psalm forty two and forty-three are actually one psalm. Right. But they're two parts mm-hmm. right. to the same
2: Psalm. Yeah, and this particular one begins really just a praise to God, you know. In whatever the circumstance is, I, I'm always gonna bless the Lord. And that's part of the reason it was so meaningful to my wife. It's it's teaching her, like, yeah, even in those dark, terrible circumstances i'm still going to bless the lord because he's so good to me i don't lack for anything but then the latter part from verses 11 on it's like wisdom literature it's like come this is what i've learned listen to me i'm going to teach you you. Mm -hmm. it made sense to put the break there
1: i remember you having finished 34a and having a lot of ideas about 34b and spending a lot of time trying to figure out how to make it work and mm-hmm. being discouraged and disappointed and yeah. not, not finding the staying. true. true. Yeah. That was actually going to pull it all together the way that she had hoped.
2: Yeah. I'd never really felt like I came to that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am happy with it now. I'm happy with how it turned out that Tracy Smith would sing on it and, yeah, and, we need to talk and, about and just adding of, her to that. Yeah. Her debut and just how it all came together. I, I am happy about, but when it was alone and just me and the guitar and my voice, I wasn't digging it a whole lot. I thought it was, yeah, this is good, but... It's the job done, but... Yeah, not mm-hmm. maybe as well as I had hoped or dreamed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was actually really sweet when I released a video on Patreon of mm-hmm. just a demo of just, hey guys, here's me with a new song, I want to share it with you. It was so sweet, I got this email from Tracy. It was her singing harmony along to the video Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like oh that's so sweet like she took an interest she liked the song enough and she was really just asking me what i thought about the harmony did she do okay like what did i think of the part and i was like perfect you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like that's great that's so sweet wonderful hey how about you sing this yeah neat how that all came about what do you remember about composing the first part the 34a with all composing you just you run through a lot of ideas Mm mm-hmm in my creative process, I pretty much have a journal, but it's a audio journal. It's on my phone. I I wouldn't want anyone to access it <laughs> right. to start going through. Sometimes Amy's like, what are you like... listening to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I will, it'll be like three in the morning, I'll wake up, you know, and I just, I had this idea and I just want to put it down. So here I am next to my bed and just humming this little <laughs> tune into the microphone. That's my, funny. That's how I work. Sometimes ideas come to you and you don't want to lose them. Or you might be in the car driving and you just kind of hum something out. It's like, oh, I really like that. And I've I've had many times where that ended up being the thing, you know, the, mm-hmm. the key thing I needed. In a song, I know I ran through a lot of ideas of trying different things, and same with part B. And I don't know, you just keep working, keep refining until you get it the way you think it's nice and enjoyable.
0: For part A, were you thinking... In reference, because you wrote a pretty beloved in our church version of Mary's Magnificat, which mm-hmm. contains the line, O magnify yeah. the Lord with me. Yeah. She was probably drawing on this psalm, which, right. which contains the line, O right. magnify the Lord, when she did that. were you So were you bouncing those things off yeah, of each other in your head at I, all? Did it, you want them to stand in contrast with each other or in reference <laughs> to each other? In con- did you want them to stand in conversation with each other?
2: Oh. Um, yeah, they're definitely connected scripturally. And I felt that it was okay. If they were somewhat connected musically, Mm -hmm. I think you would hear some similarities. I think they're both in the same key Mm -hmm. in C. You have a similar title, right? You have Magnify the Lord as Mary's song, and this is Oh Magnify the Lord. The choruses have some similarities, their repetitive nature, and even the words that they're reciting. This one is
0: Oh Magnify the Lord with me, Mm -hmm. and the other one is Oh
2: magnify Magnify. Yeah. Magnify. So, yeah, they're definitely similar. I wasn't afraid to have them be similar, although I didn't want to be that person who is a one-hit wonder and right. who can only, you <laughs> Repeat <know>. there. Yeah. <laughs> so I did want them to be different enough. Not a lot of text in the chorus, just a the right. lord. So you're giving yourself
0: permission to let them be the same if they wanted yeah. to be, but you weren't going out of your way to...
2: No, I wasn't really...
0: Construct your magnificat magnif- opus. Exactly. Anything else about
2: part B that was... Like you said, you just spent a lot of time trying to... Just spent a lot of time with the melody and even the key relationships. The one songs in C, I thought, hey, I'll try going into F. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason I got this idea was one time at youth group, we're doing Psalm 9, Zion's Daughter, Mm -hmm. right? We went into Rock of Ages and I just loved... They're in different keys, but I loved how they went together. And then I thought, you know, we should really... This might be a way to get the Psalms to work, different parts working together, but mm-hmm. be different. And so I was working on the key relationship. And I think one of the reasons I was unhappy was because I had them both in C, but I was really trying to get it to F. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked, it's fine, mm-hmm. it's good. I like it. Yeah, I do too. And we sang
0: this one in worship, not too terribly long ago. Yeah, the with, first part, with yeah. Crazy. yeah. People dig it, it works,
2: it's great. Well, I mean, anything else to say about Psalm 34? What do you think about the, the style and how that relates? I am curious because it's different, right? You mean the of the two parts or? No, the um, the relationship of the style of this psalm to the other My Soul Among Lions songs. Oh. This is drawing on some synth, you know.
1: Yeah, it's more in the flavor of the some of the directions the, the precursor to My Soul Among Lions had been going in. Right. Then uh, right. my soul among lines. I listen my whole philosophy on all of these songs is let's abandon the idea altogether of having some kind of cohesive style. Let's make songs that we love and let's experiment and if there's songs that we love and are excited about, that's what's important. That's what communicates and translates to other people and other people can riff and change the style they present the song in but let's keep it interesting
0: yeah i mean i think the first cd i ever bought was the jurassic park soundtrack which is silly but the the second cd i ever bought was the greatest hits of the beach boys which was a cd that a lot of people had back in those days and i remember listening to that and being like oh well this is actually a lot of beach boys to hear all at (laughs) once (laughs) and then the third cd i bought and probably nostalgically my favorite album of all time is sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band that eclecticism of the beatles in that period and you know sergeant pepper's on and rubber soul i guess but especially sergeant pepper's on where one minute they'll be doing a big band song and the next it'll be all strings and she's leaving home and then (laughs) it'll be some psychedelic jam Here's and then the sitar yeah Here and then <laughs> george's stupid sitar song like oh darn the batteries in my thing are done i have to get up and change it um <laughs> although the, i like i actually like the sitar yeah. songs now but i didn't when i was a kid huh. so that that to me is music like the beatles especially sergeant peppers and abbey road and the white album imprinted on me so deeply at such a formative age that I want that kind of eclecticism. If I just listen to an album that's all the same kind of folk or all the same kind of this, I get tired of it. Mm. So for me, it's always been the more eclectic, the better. Let it be what it wants to be. Let it be. Let it be. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag let it be. (laughs) I mean, I know that's simplistic. I know that albums do have to hang together. And I know the Beatles were doing all kinds of things to make their albums hang together that might not even be noticeable to me. but. I'm glad we do folk songs, but I always like it when we can bring a little synth into it. I also just like synth in general. Yeah.
2: And we talked about this before, about Song of Moses. You know, I really like where that came to. Mm -hmm. And I think in some ways, I have that in my mind. The style of it, the the instrumentation used. Yeah. I think this is a more beefed up (laughs) version of that. Let's give it a
0: listen. Folks, we're going to listen to both parts put together the way Phil intended. (laughs) <laughs> see see how you like the change from C to F here. Folks. No, it's so, not. Oh, no, it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> the absence of the change. Yeah. See how you like the absence. Do you think you should have gone to... You Give it a listen. You'll see. No pun intended.
3: At all times I will bless the Lord And ever praise Him with my voice My soul will make its boast in God The humble hear it and rejoice I sought the Lord in darkest night. He saved me by His glorious might. Oh, look upon His holy face and let your gloom be turned to light. Oh, lift your voices, praise His name. From the mighty God has power he Spit and then God arose with outstretched arm to save a man to win the fight. Those who fear his holy name, every blessing they will claim. May your tongue sorrows turn to souls.
1: if you like this song and you want to buy it, you can buy it on iTunes or Amazon or Bandcamp. You can go right now and listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music. If you want charts, lead sheets, it's all available for free at clearnotesongbook.com. And if you want to support this work and get access to great new content as we write and produce new songs, go to patreon.com forward slash MSAL, where you can sign up for as little as a cup of coffee a month.